Welcome to the Couch of Randomness. This is episode number 21. Ha <laughs> ha, we finally did it. We're 21. Yes. Yes. My name's John. I'm your host. And as always, who's on the couch with me? Rose. Hello. How are you? Good. How good. are you? Pretty good. You know what? I'm excited for something. What's that? We get double the Paul Rudd from Netflix. Yay! It's exciting. It should be. Uh, so we get... Minus two Chris's for Star Trek 4, though. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's not good. That could be a problem. That could be a problem. Hey, so what are the similarities between Superman and Geralt? From The Witcher. From The Witcher. Let's talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Uh, all of you left-handed gamers possibly rejoice. Possibly. There, there could be a mouse for you. By a, a very reputable company yeah. in the video game PC world. And you know what? We we all have backlogs. Oh, it sucks. It's hard to it's Awful. hard to catch up. <laughs> and you may never catch up. But what if there's a way to catch possibly catch up in an easier way? Yeah. Is well, there an easier way to catch up? Is there an easier way to catch up? Let, let's talk about that. Do you know what I've noticed this week? What have you noticed? It's been slow. Oh good. Good. <laughs> it's not just me. Or, I was like, man. I was doing the research for the podcast this week. I'm like, I know some stuff happened and I had that written down, yeah. but I'm like, you ever, we, I want to make sure we have like enough filler yeah. to fill out an hour. And I'm like, and I know that we found enough because we talk a lot. We, we talk a lot. We yeah. know that. But it's just kind of one of those things like, God, we really are in a very oddly slow period. Yeah. Like of it, the year. it's kind of a slump for like the last month. Yeah. Just, and that's kind of what's gotten to me. I'm just like, why? It was almost like, E3 after E3 and um like even right before E3 we were just like what's going yeah, what's, on what's going on uh, and it's just it's one of those things like little trickles here and there Ho- thankfully the little trickles are big enough topics that we're like all right yeah. yeah we can get into this we got stuff. so I hope everyone had a good weekend and a week it's actually awkwardly chilly here for us yeah like it's in actually, Texas it's down to like the 70s 70s and I'm not one of those people like I would love the 70s but right now as we're <laughs> recording it's a chilly it's a little chilly but whatever so it's uh let's go into some movie trailers that yeah. showed up and um yeah they they were there they were i'm with you they were there so the first one let's, let's just do uh-huh. the uh slaughterhouse rules rules with a z with the z that's how sorry you, with the Z. With, because it's simon Pegg. so it's a little brit it's a bit british that's true so it's not a z it's, it's, a, a, z. it's a z so yeah rose is right you have simon Pegg. You have Nick Frost, and you have Martin. No, oh crap, Sheen. I didn't put him in it, but I just, I just started word vomiting. Uh, uh-huh. Last name Sheen, Michael Sheen. Is it Michael Sheen? I thought it. I don't think I it's thought Michael it was Sheen. Martin Sheen. It might be Martin Sheen. But I'll this, find out. You tell talk about the movie. I I kind of want to see this actually because it seems like a very dark. It's a dark comedy. Is what it looks like about headmasters and students in a school called the slaughter it's the slaughterhouse school but there's like monsters all around in the forests and whatnot and i'm like okay that's actually kind of interesting and the fact that it does have simon Pegg and nick frost who did like um Shaun of the dead and the cornero cornetto trilogy where it's just over the top like normal guys in over the top situations yeah, uh, Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. And it's also got Asa Butterfield. Oh. Oh, cool. I mean, he hits and misses for me, but... Yeah. At least it's a name that I know. For but the yeah. most part, I'm, 
Like, he's done enough good stuff yeah. that I'll check out stuff that he does. Yeah. I, I won't I, always watch it, but, but I'll look into I'll it. I'll look in Exactly. But this one seems cool. I kind of like the dark comedy-esque of it. I think my concern with it uh-huh. is, will it have too many references to movies that I haven't seen? Because it looks like it has a lot of references to horror movies. Yeah. Like the B-horror. That's, yeah, And that's I haven't true. seen most of those. So yeah, I'm well, with you on I'm kind of looking forward to it. I'm also just like, but will I get it? Yeah, th- there's something very interesting when you get movies that are that are parodies, parodies, and you haven't seen the original source material. Yeah, it, it's a little it it falls flat. It really does for me because I've tried these uh, the parody movies where I haven't seen the source material, and I'm just like. I don't yeah. understand this. And hopefully this isn't a like true parody. I, I, I'm i cool. I'm hoping that it's, it's not. like homage. Yeah. But it's not like scary movie and stuff like that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm actually knowing Simon Pegg is probably not. He's, true. He's not that kind of comedian. True. Or actor. So I think it's more I'm, interesting story that has little hints of old school B horror. Yeah. And some of the like John that's, Carpenter horror. That's stuff. what I'm hoping for too. Also, a lot of British humor. British humor, and we both enjoy again, British humor. Again, that hit and, hits and misses for me with the British humor. Yeah, but I still overall enjoy overall it. like it. And Simon as as Pegg, it's not like Mr. Bean. Yeah, British Simon humor. Pegg British humor with Nick Frost. Yeah, I find just that should be fun. Top of the line, it's fantastic. All right, the next movie, which I guess is a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. I feel like it should be a direct to. VOD or VOD and v- stuff like DVD or Netflix movie. is the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Mm-hmm. And it's got Kira Knightley and Mackenzie Foy and Helen Mirren and Helen Mirren and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, I mean it's got all kinds of people because Disney. Disney, yeah, that's true. It's a Disney movie, and I'm just like, it looks pretty. Yeah, it looks very pretty. It's from the same people who brought us Maleficent and Beauty and the Beast, and I'm yeah. just there like that not going to recommend the movie to me yeah because you you actually didn't like beauty and the beast no i thought it was okay but it was there was something to be desired there, there were certain things that i was just like i like this scene i like this scene but the movie as a whole yeah wasn't that good to me yeah and maleficent was maleficent uh, was weird and i didn't like maleficent i'll be honest i did not like maleficent like I watched all of Maleficent and yeah. then I made you sit down and we fast forwarded through half the movie. <laughs> we watched the abridged version yes, of Maleficent and what abridged. I saw, I'm like, this is actually dumb. Like you know, really dumb. You know, the other thing that I don't understand about the Nutcracker What's movie, that? I don't understand why it's coming out November 2nd. Yeah. That is so early. I'm yeah. just like, this is a Christmas movie. Well, it I, needs to come out like Thanksgiving. That's true. Uh, it's it's just a weird movie. Like it's it's kind of one of those things. Like, do we need this? And I'll I'll eat my words if this is actually you know pretty entertaining. Yeah, but I don't see it being entertaining. Kira Knightley is like the sugar plum fairy, yeah. and her voice is well, trippy. It's Kira Knightley. I mean, she's like really, really talking like it's just we got to go find something. Like, and I'm like. What? Why? I don't know. Why? But I don't know. I'm. I am curious to see this, but mm-hmm. at this point, it's not one that I have to rush to the theaters to sure. see. I wouldn't mind. Like, I'm cool with streaming it sometimes. Yeah, I I, I see that being like, yeah, but we should probably that's stream about this. it. Now, how are you feeling about Wreck It Ralph Two or Ralph Breaks the Internet or whatever it's called? 
How, how um, do you feel about it? Because we got a new trailer, just yeah. kind of introducing Gal Gadot as a character, and then a little more interaction with the Disney princesses. Yeah, I mean, just a nice little teaser, which I I thought was cute. It looks cute. Not feeling it. Yes and no. Yeah, I. It's I, weird for me because I really liked how they went toward the video game concept. Like Wreck It Ralph yeah. is the best video game movie we have. Yeah. Honestly, and it's, it's not based off of a video game. It's just no. a great video game movie. Yeah. This one. It's cute. I mean, I know we we're, we're going after the internet. I get it, but it's, yeah. it's cute. And I want, I don't know if cute will translate well to heart because Wreck-It yeah. Ralph had heart. Yeah. And that's what still, that's what's like separates it from other video game movies and other movies in general. Let's be honest. Yeah. It had a lot of heart in it, but this one just seems like gags. Yeah, this one looks like a lot of, oh, here's this meme. Here's this meme. Oh, and by the way, here's another meme. Here's, here's the website. Here's the Disney princesses. Here's the here's website. Here's Star Wars. Yeah. Here's this website. Here's Gal Gadot. It, yeah, it, it just doesn't... Just showcasing all of the hype today. Yeah, and I don't know... In a lesser... Like, not as in your face as, say, the Emoji movie. Yeah. But still. I, and I think this one is uh, the one... This is a movie that I have to remember... It's not marketed toward us. No. Awkwardly enough, Wreck-It Ralph 1 was. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph, the the first one is a great movie for kids and for parents, I think. Yeah. I think This one, like with so many cartoon sequels, yeah. looks like it's made for the kids. Exactly. And I'm with you on the memes. I think the memes are what are for adults or... Teenagers, teenagers, adults, and then the websites. Because I mean, they point it's out for the older brothers and sisters. Yeah, and they point out Google, eBay yeah. ads like popping up on your phone and on your computer, or like the you know the ad that you'll see of oh, click on this article. It's got the ten celebrities that have gone to jail, and number five will shock you. Yeah, and very topical for the time. Yeah, but I don't know if it'll actually like. Have staying power. It yeah, might. It'll hold up. Yeah, I don't know if it'll hold up. It might. I want to really be excited for this one, but I'm I'm just casually lukewarm. Okay, so I'm not trying to tangent us too bad, but I might. Okay, that's fine. It works for us. Let's do it. I feel like this movie is a perfect example of why nostalgia sells. Because the first Wreck-It Ralph mm. was hardcore into the n- nostalgia. You had a few of the original video game characters like Bowser was in there. Bowser, Zangie, yeah, and Sonic was and there. These are all characters that we know from our childhood that are still relevant from our childhood. Like you don't have the seven up spot. No. Because he hasn't stuck around. Yeah. You don't have the Kool-Aid man in the first one because he oh, hasn't yeah. stuck around. Oh no. But this new one, Wreck It Ralph two, you have all of these things that are new, that are hot. But we don't know how many of them will actually stick around for the I mean, next 10 years. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you have a point. I mean, let, I don't know. I mean, we talked about it last week. Nostalgia sells because the Nest Classic beat everything else out. Nostalgia sells. Days. There's always like, there's always a market for always it. Always a market for it because it, it, it it's rose colored <laughs> gesundheit, rose colored glasses. Like people yeah. look at look at their past with rose rose tinted glasses and you're like, I mean, it's sweet. It's like, even teenagers will be like, oh, my God, this is so middle school. But there's something special about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not trying to take that away, but no. it, it will not. It, 
it won't not be all of it Nintendo has style. Yeah. Like it doesn't some stuff does not have staying power. Yeah. Like and you're right, it'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that meme from middle school for those kids because we didn't yeah. have legitimate memes when we were kids. <laughs> no. So I mean and there's not stuff like, like that that we're like, oh yeah, I remember that. Like someone mentions Goldeneye. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I remember sleepovers and yeah. four on four tournaments on Goldeneye. Exactly. But now like the meme that people are gonna remember might be like Leroy Jenkins. Does that have staying power? Even I mean, I I don't know. Some of the older memes, I think, do. Yeah, but then they've been appropriated so many, so many different times. ways. Yep, I I agree. I think it's. I'm interested in Wreck It Ralph, but I don't think it's going to be as good as. Yeah, this might be more one. of a let's see it some early morning. Yeah, absolutely. So we have uh, we've always said that we loved Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh huh. But. If you listen to the podcast, we just gush over Paul Rudd, too. Yeah. We love Paul Rudd. He is just a funny guy. Hope, hopefully, he's a good guy. A per, Personally, in his life, I hope yeah. he's a good stand-up guy. And the man doesn't age. Not really. He really does not age. How old is he now? I think he's like 50. Because I know that he was in... Uh, I mean, they had the We're 40 movie yeah this is 40 this is 40 that's right yeah i want to say paul rudd is 50 years old yeah but what gets me excited is if i could spell paul rudd that would be great not paul rubin paul rudd uh (laughs) paul rudd is actually going to be in a uh netflix series yeah and i'm excited for it hold on i'm trying to find so it's uh, a netflix series called living with yourself did you find out how old he is? April 6th, 1969, 79, 89, 99, 2009. Oh, so he's 49. Okay. Yeah, he's 49 years old. Okay. I was like... Sorry, trying to do math Trying to live. do math. Yeah, it's not good for me. It's a problem. But yeah, he's going to be in a new series. It's called what? Living With Yourself. And the whole... I like the premises because Paul Rudd... We get two Paul Rudds. Yeah. And that's amazing. We get the normal Paul Rudd, and he also makes a better version of himself. Which I find... That's a cool idea. I feel like it's been done a lot. Yes. But I'm curious enough to watch it. Plus, it's on Netflix. It's free. It's on Netflix. It's free. It's just, do I want to spend the time? Yep. It's Paul Rudd, isn't it? I mean, that already wins. Yeah. And then you've got co-directing and executive producing producer of the show is uh, Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris, who both of them collaborated on Little Miss Sunshine, which fantastic Love movie. that movie. Ruby Sparks, which I actually really enjoyed. That's, that was the one with the book character, right? Yeah, Paul Dano creates a character and yeah. then she comes to life. I thought that one was pretty cute. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed that a lot more yeah. than I was expecting. And then Battle of the Sexes, which is um, John McEnroe versus, oh, I don't remember the other girl's name, but it was a real life tennis story because John McEnroe was a loudmouth tennis player. And he actually, and uh, I can't remember the female tennis player who was like, no, I'm just as good as John McEnroe. And so they kind of, um, they actually did an exhibition match. And McEnroe kind of, if I remember correctly, didn't take it that well or didn't like. Okay. So are you trying to, who is John McEnroe? John McEnroe is a tennis player. I might be thinking of the wrong tennis you player. You are. Oh, am I? Okay. Yes. Uh, so Steve Carell plays Bobby Riggs. Bobby Riggs. Oh, sorry, And John Emma Stone plays Billie Jean King. Billie Jean King. That's, I knew I was like, I can't remember her name. Yeah. It's pretty much the, the exhibition match. Yeah. The short little blurb on IMDb says the true story of the 1973 tennis match between world number one Billie Jean King and ex-champ and serial hustler Bobby Riggs. You 
are thinking of Wimbledon. Wimbledon. I think. No, you nope. haven't seen Wimbledon. I haven't seen Never Wimbledon. Mind. I was like, I don't even know. John John Macker was probably in Wimbledon as an actual character. I don't remember. But no, that, I, that yeah, I did remember that one. Like Steve Carell okay. was in it. I just couldn't remember the names. But like with those three movies, I'm kind of really excited to watch a 10 episode. I think the first season is eight. Eight episodes of Paul Rudd doubling down on Paul Rudd. Yeah. It's just cool because we do like th- he makes a copy of himself or yeah. a better version. What does that actually mean? <laughs> exactly like are you is he nicer is he funnier is he is he harder working yeah like what would it look like if you created a better version of yourself i don't know but i can tell you i want another version of me just to get everything just done. to get everything done oh my goodness john 2.0 <laughs> or john we'll call you john b you actually go to work while me john right now is going to sit home <laughs> And work on Twitch uh, and that YouTube. Would be that, that's that's what I want. And then we all collectively make enough money that oh man, we'd have to actually have like a bigger house. That's fine. More food because we'd be feeding True. four people. There's True. something people don't think about. Like, yeah, I want a copy of myself to go do the work while I get to have fun. But then you, well, have you to can't pay kill for that, that copy. copy. <laughs> no, you don't really like that. Would be weird to kill the copy at the end of the day and yeah. then recopy it. So you, unless they don't eat food. Yeah, but then would they be human? And like, no. If they're not human, then could they really do your job? Because your job hired a person to do that job. Okay, now we're getting into that yeah. androids are going to take over the world anyway. All right, they continue, will. Continue, then they will. Continuing on, Star Trek Four is happening. Cool. I, I'm down with this. In addition to the uh, Jean Luc Picard, yeah, show that is coming for. Their streaming service, which I'm not happy about. That. No, you're not. But Star Whatever. Trek Four will is coming. But mm-hmm. what sucks right now is that both Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth have quote unquote dropped out of the movie. Like con- well, contract talks well, fell through. The studio went back on how much they were actually going to make. And I understand that. And I'm just like, I get that. I get that. If you sign a contract and the contract. No, it wasn't signed. It wasn't signed. It oh, was it, weird, it was like a weird let's do this in the future handshake deal. Kind yeah, of thing? Oh, that's okay. what it seems like. Yeah, I guess you're right on that one. And just, then the and then the studio was just like, you know what, Star Trek three didn't make that much money. Yeah, so we, we gotta, uh, let's let's not pay you as much. Yeah, we got to pump the brakes and cut the budget a little Even bit. Even though like Chris Pine is now super big because of Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. So how do you say, oh well? Star Trek wasn't that good, but Wonder Woman was amazing. So how do we pay you for this next Star Trek? On top of we have Chris Hemsworth, the God of Thunder. Yeah. Um, you got to pay some people yeah. some money. It sounds like Zoe, not Zoe. Uh, Zoe Saldana. Zo- Zoe Saldana. I was going to say Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Saldana and Zachary Quinto and also- Simon Pegg are all coming back. Yeah. So it's Carl Urban, John Cho. Like they're all coming Everyone's back. Coming they're back. already signed on. So how do you make... And I, I really hope Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth go, yeah, let's just go ahead and do it. But how do you make a, oh, I'm, oh, quotation mark, so I don't get hit by Rose, OG Star Wars film, Star Trek, Star Trek sorry, 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 oh God, oh God, I'm going to die. Star Trek movie that is based around Kirk without Kirk. Uh, you have to recast him. And here's the weird thing. Mm-hmm. I would be okay with them recasting his dad. Okay. Because Chris Hemsworth played uh, James Kirk's dad in the first Star Trek movie. Yeah, he was on screen for 10 minutes. Yeah, it was a very small part. And 
you know, I understand things fall apart in sure. movies constantly. Yeah. You can't afford this actor. He's too busy with Marvel, whatever else. So you get somebody else to play his dad. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I'm I, okay with that. I need Chris Pine Please as Kirk. Please do not recast Kirk. I think... That'll just... Like, you think that three didn't do well? Oh, it'll tank. Oh, my goodness. It just, will legitimately just tank. Just pay him a little more money. Good. I'm with, I agree, because I think you can recast Hemsworth. Yeah. And I think he played, I think it's George Kirk. Something like that. Is the dad. But I'm yeah. never good with <clears throat> James Kirk's uh, timeline. I, I, but I, I think you can re- recast Hemsworth. It'd be hard, but yeah. I, I think you can kind of get away with it because apparently what I've put together from this movie is that it's going to be more time traveling, obviously, because. Yeah. And- J- uh, Kirk, James Kirk's dad died. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. So there's going to be some cool time travel, wibbly time, wibbly wobbly, wibbly wobbly time, timey wimey, timey wimey stuff, but, but not in the Doctor Who sense. But I think you need Chris Pine. I think that yeah, it actually Chris Pine Chris really Pine did needs a, to be back as Captain James T. Kirk. I think he he's done a a pretty damn good job, honestly. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love like Carl Urban's Bones is probably my favorite character. Yeah. But love it. I think he's done a good enough job where it would be weird to watch someone else be Kirk. Yeah. Now, that being said, I do think that they could get somebody who is more similar to um I'm blanking on the name, the original James T. Kirk. Um I was going to say William Defoe. That's not right. But no, it's, uh, William Shatner. William Shatner. I'm like, I know it's a William. Yeah. I, I, I think you're right. I think they could find somebody who's more similar to that aesthetic. Yeah. But but he, I don't think that aesthetic works with the J.J. Abrams rebooted version of Star Trek. I don't think it works with anything today. <laughs> That's also a valid point. I, I don't love think it William does. Shatner and he did a great job as Kirk. Yeah. That is such a different aesthetic than anything that we expect today from tv or movies yeah it's it's the 70s campiness doesn't work because i i think it might not work i do not know where we're going yeah yeah i don't i don't think that actually it's too over dramatic yeah in an already pretty dramatic action movie yeah just you don't you don't need that part of it so i don't know like i said i'm okay with them recasting the dad but because we, we need at least like 30 Chris seconds. Pine. Yeah, but we, we need, need at least Chris, Pine, Chris back. Pine back. Please. All right. Speaking of action movies, uh-huh. we are, I think we are still in the summer movie season. It should be coming to are an we end. Really? We haven't had a Transformers movie d- this year. D- did it? <laughs> did, did we even have a summer movie season? Let, let's talk about that real fast. Cause I, I just came up like we went to see my dad yesterday uh-huh. and he was talking to us asking if we've done any more movie reviews because they like watching us do the movie reviews. Yeah. And like if we had seen uh, the newest Mission Impossible. Yeah. And just stuff and like we that. Haven't. We, we haven't seen it. And we then didn't we, see that. We didn't see The Incredibles 2. And I came to the conclusion that I believe it's been a slow summer movie season. Yeah. And so let me let me back my findings on this one and okay. and try to figure out maybe why. I also feel like Marvel released their movies about a month too early for each of them. Yes. Okay. So I'm on, I just found first showings.net. I, uh-huh. It really was actually a lot harder than I was anticipating to find just 2018 <laughs> starting in July and not 2018 in August. Okay. Most of the, most of the uh, websites I went to, they just keep you up to date on what's coming oh, up yeah, in the month you're sense. in. So I was like, all right, I've got to find something. So 
They have summer 2018 in May. I yeah. think it's actually the middle of April because you ha- do have yeah. Avengers. So let's the let's Avengers just came out in April. In April, wasn't there one before it? Um, uh, like there was one in March. Well, I mean, you had okay. Let's let's go back to March. Let's kind of fudge the numbers a little bit. But let's do like that's um, the thing. There was there was a big movie in March, and I was just like, "This is too early." Yeah. Okay. And so I can't think of what it was now. I mean, March you had a wrinkle in time. Oh yeah, Tomb Raider. That should have been a summer movie. Yeah, I think it probably would have done a lot better in a summer movie. I think so. Pacific Rim Uprising. Ugh, that yep. should have been summer though. Uh, Ready Player One. I've. I'm still shocked that came out that early in the year. I am too. So that's that's March. You have April, uh, a quiet place. But I think that worked in the April. Yeah, I think that, that worked, worked really fantastically. Well. Uh, Rampage. Uh-huh. And then uh, yeah, then Infinity War in April. Okay. And then May, the official, I unofficial summer movie season start. I mean, the first weekend, Bad Samaritan, Overboard, and Tully. What the hell? Yeah, exactly. Like. So your first week, you I don't know what I'm you... I'm sorry, ha- what movie? Yeah, those are Bat Samaritan, Overboard, and Tully were your first first weekend in the quote-unquote official summer movie block season. And we're done here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and you're right, because Avengers <laughs> took away everything, because I was looking in May. Yeah. The first thing that shows up in May is the third week, and that was Deadpool 2. Like, so yeah. people, like, gave Infinity War its time, because they're yeah. like, we're well, not I mean, going to they also fight. moved Infinity War... Up a week. Up a week. So it came out earlier than it should have, which we knew. Yeah. What was the other Marvel movie this year? Uh, Black Panther was in February. That's right. February. Yeah. Black Panther was in. That was way too early. I agree. I want them to do like, if you've got a May movie. Okay. Let's just May for a Marvel movie. August and then November. That's kind of like where I would like. I don't know. I like having one for my birthday in July. Okay. Well, it then, can be like later in July. It doesn't have to be my birthday weekend. Okay, so we'll do the last weekend in July and then November. Thank you. Okay. That way I get a Marvel movie and you get a Marvel movie. Marvel, call me so we can talk about Please. this. Please. <laughs> but then a- after Deadpool, we had a, sol- a solo, a Star Wars film. Ugh. And then June, I, I I will find something. We saw something in June, I thought. Um, or was Solo the last one that we saw? No, Jurassic no, World. we saw Jurassic World in June. I mean, you had Ocean's Eight, Incredibles oh, Two, yeah. Tag. I still kind of want to see that. I heard that's yeah. pretty funny. Uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, uh, Sicario, the oh, yeah, first Sicario Purge, too. and then we had uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yay! Hulk that tell, was the last one we saw. Hotel Transylvania, Skyscraper. Sorry to bother you, which. I think is more of a indie movie. I want it. It is more of an indie movie. I mean, we need some indie movies in the summer. The Equalizer, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, Unfriend, the Unfriended, the Darker Web, Mission Impossible, Fallout, Teen Titans, Go to the Movies, uh, Christopher Robin, which I kind of want to see, The Spy Who Dumped Me, The Meg, Slender Man, Alpha. I don't even know what that is. And Mile Twenty Two. We're still in. We're now in August. Yeah, because uh, ha- Mile 22 is coming out this week. Yes. The Happy Time Murders, which I actually really want to see. Yeah. I mean, it's I, I'm, just I'm just been... throwing out idea, uh, throwing out movies yeah. that I'm like, huh? I don't know. It's just been kind of a slow year for movies, honestly. Yeah, unless like, you're Marvel. Unless, unless you're Marvel. It's been a slow year. And it's I think, been a slow year. And I think that's going to, it's very weird because it's now either a Marvel cinematic universe 
or a good indie movie. I, I think that's the dichotomy yeah. now of the uh, spectrum is and like the little ones here and there are not going to get noticed or the, the average size ones. Well, unless you, well, you also still have the star Wars movies, which we'll see how long those do well. Yeah. Um, and you've also got just Disney. Dis- yeah. Disney will do well. And I with you, I'm looking at the other movies like coming out in September, the nun, which is, uh, based off of the horror franchise, the conjuring. Oh yeah, I think it's the Conjuring. I think so. Yeah, think yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It is the Conjuring. Uh, the Predator. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it's it's just kind of falling apart. Yeah. I mean, is anyone really excited for Venom? I'm not. It looks like it could almost be good. I'm excited for Bad Times at the El Royale. That looks cool. I'll, I'll bring up that trailer again okay. later. But it it actually I know looks I've pretty seen awesome. the trailer, but. But yeah, this is a yeah. very odd summer movie season. And it I think really we is. said, I think you and I talked about that last year. Just it's a little slow again. So yeah. it's, it's kind of things are spreading out a little more and not like giving films time to amass I'm, an audience. Also, I'm curious if movies are trying to uh, release earlier in the year so that they have more chance to build up revenue. Yeah, over the course of the year, and I I could see that too because yeah. it's it's just, it makes sense money wise. It really does. So, did anyone know Henry Cavell was kind of a geek? I actually. What, what do you mean, kind of? Yeah, he's a pretty big geek. I didn't know this to be honest with not you. Not really. I apparently it was well known. I was like, really? I, I'm not saying end all be all me. I was like, I had no idea. This is yeah. really cool. So apparently, Henry Cavell is a big gamer, like big into <laughs> WoW. Yeah. And like funny, I didn't a story I didn't know is that Henry Cavell actually ignored a call from Zack Snyder yeah. when he found when Zack was calling him going, Hey, you're gonna be my Clark Kent, congratulations. Yeah. And he was playing WoW, so he was like, Oh, Zack Snyder's calling, I don't really care right now. And kept on going in whatever <laughs> he was doing in WoW. I yeah. think that's absolutely amazing. I think I read somewhere he was like on a raid, so he was like all invested in that and he just he just couldn't get Didn't to answer it. his phone. And that's fair. So IGN sat down with Henry Cavell because he's doing the rounds for Mission, Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible Fallout. Yeah. They're doing the presser rounds and IGN being IGN goes, hey, what are you playing lately? And Henry yeah. Cavell's like, oh, yeah, I've been playing. Uh, I just finished The Witcher 3 for a second time. Yeah. Went through it. I love that game. It's a great game. That's so funny and, to me. And what I love about the interviewer was like, hey, Netflix is doing a show. Would, would you be up to doing being Geralt? And without missing a beat, Henry Cavill's like, yeah, absolutely. That'd be a great. That would be a great role. A great role to do. And like Henry Cavill went into like, yeah, I've been. I mean, I I played the games, but and asked the guy, the interviewer, like, have you read the books? Yeah. And the guy's like, no, I love not, that. Not really. And Henry Cavill's like, no, the books are so good. And like, I I just powered through them. They're fantastic, <laughs> and I can contest. I can actually I agree with Henry Cavill. They are good. The books yeah. are amazing. I haven't started them yet because I'm working on like ten other books. Ten other books, <laughs> but I it, it's been kind of weird looking at it because I mean I I actually truly love Geralt as a character yeah. from the books, and I'm kind of like because you're playing the first Witcher. I'm playing the first Witcher. It's weird to have his voice actor not be the guy who reads the book on Audible because I I <laughs> that's pretty normal though. It, it is normal, but it's just kind of like. Oh yeah, I'm in the video game world now. Oh, now yeah. I'm in the book world. So I, I have two. You have to keep them straight. Geralt's in my head. Yeah. 
but it's interesting reading comments and looking at other people because I like Henry Cavill. I'm not against him being Geralt, mm-hmm. but I think he's almost too much of a nice guy from what I know as Geralt in the books. Like he is rough around the edges, kind of pissed off. He has a soft side to him in uh-huh. some of the, the stories I've read, but he's like, he's a legit badass. Well, I believe Henry Cavill is a badass. Yeah. Or Cavill. Is it Cavill or Cavill? I don't know. I hear it both ways. I've heard it both ways. Yeah. I just, I'm wondering, is he the right person to play Geralt? I guess to me, it's also the look because Geralt has a very Nordic look to me. Uh huh. And Henry Cavill is very much not. No. No, that's <laughs> like he does not have the paleness. No, he doesn't. And I know that a lot of that can be done with uh makeup and everything. Yeah, makeup for that. But You'll have to put the yellow also, contacts in. Yeah, it's also like his physique. He's like, jacked. He is so Superman. And that's amazing. Yeah, he he his body physique is perfect for Clark Kent Superman. Yeah. Geralt a little too know. much for me. Yeah. A little too much. Well, Geralt is still like sinewy. Yeah. Geralt is to me toned yeah. with some muscle. Because yeah. I mean he he has swords and like Yeah, I mean he works out. He's very physically capable of doing everything. I mean in the game and all that stuff. And doing pirouettes and stuff like that because he's sword fighting, so it's a very beautiful dance. That's how yeah. it's described in the book. Do you know what a pirouette is? Yes, I do know what a okay. pirouette is. Uh but I don't know if Henry Cavell his physique matches that of Geralt's. Yeah. So I I would I wouldn't hate it. Yeah. I'm just not in love with it right no, now. No, not right now. Unless just something happens but, or I mean we'll see what happens. That that would be really kind of cool. I'm I'm down with that. It's that time again. What time is it? Cumberwatch. Dun dun. He's been really quiet lately. Legitimately could not find anything I, this I dug week. around. Um Still waiting on that tea and uh, scones. Like scones and tea, afternoon tea. Tea and crumpets. Tea and crumpets. That would be really <laughs> cool on your uh, Showtime show. Apparently, it's really good. He's got a show on Showtime. Oh, nice. So We don't get cable. We don't get cable, so I can't really watch it. <laughs> no. heard, heard it's fantastic, yeah. but it's Benedict Cumberbatch. He's so fantastic. So, of course it is. Um, hi, Benedict. How are you? Hope you're having a great week. Yeah. Maybe next week we'll... Do something. Just yeah, that would be cool. Waiting by the phone or uh, email. Yeah, we will not ignore your call. No, we because won't. we're playing video games. Or, or if you want to email us, it's uh, couchofrandomness at gmail.com. Oh, I thought it was just the geek level at gmail. Or you can get us from the G- uh, the geek level at gmail.com. Yeah. Either way, I'm completely fine with that this. Would be just awesome. anytime hit us up. Hit us up. You want some? <laughs> you want some authentic Native American food? I will make authentic Native American food. We will get your aunt to make him some authentic Native American. That's food. good too. But hey, man, whatever. <laughs> let's just let's just do it. Let's get yeah. together. Cumberwatch. Dun, dun. Cool. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, that, I love that. <laughs> it's I, I love that. All right, let's let's talk about the face palm of the week. Oh. Which this is the face palm of the week, but I'm also going to call it. The sheer stupidity. sheer stupidity that pissed the living hell out of me. Yeah. Segment of the week. Yeah. If you follow gaming journalism, IGN. You've probably heard of this. Or the game Dead Cells. <laughs> yeah. You probably heard this. Yeah. And I'm not one to throw 
like John is nicer than I am. Yeah, I'm I'm nice because you never know what's going to happen in life. And we might cross paths with certain people and I don't want to just burn bridges that I didn't know existed. But I think I'm going to go ahead and burn this bridge. I understand. I think I'm going to do it right now. I already did. And I'm going to call out Philip Mewson. Seriously. I know you have you. You made a good YouTube uh, a channel that had a lot of followers. I don't know if it was good or not. But you are a dumbass. You are a straight dumbass for copying, plagiarizing Boom Gaming's Boomstick Boomstick's gaming's review of Dead Cells. If that's if you haven't heard, Philip Mewson put it was the Nintendo editor at IGN. He did NVC the Nintendo Voice uh, Voice Chat podcast. He played games. He did interviews. He just reviewed stuff on IGN and dead cells came out and like he reviewed it and he posted on his Twitter account going, this is my first review where I'm editing and I did it all pretty much all by myself. Yeah, Just, I did this whole video by myself. I'm really excited for you guys to see it. And I, I I hope you're excited and I hope you enjoy it. Well, it was released. I watched it and like, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I was into this game. We were both just like, okay, that's a really good review. That's a good review. Well, the next day at work, my phone actually blows up yeah. from like what is it? It was was it Vanity Fair? It was New Forbes. York? Forbes. Forbes blew up my phone because I I get alerts on my phone for almost anything, and this one shows up of IGN under investigation for review of for plagiarism for Dead Cells. I'm like, what? So yeah. I go into this and I'm like, I'm legitimately looking around, going, oh, what time? What happened? Well, Boomstick Gaming. Comes out and goes, IGN copied my review. What do I do? Yeah. And he has 100% compelling. He has very compelling. Arguments of Philip Mewson stole my review. Yeah. And I agree. I IGN. Because Boomstick Gaming put his review out. Like uh, two weeks. Yeah. It was based on the PC version of Dead Cells, I believe. Yes. And then, uh, Dead Cells came out on the Switch, which is what Philip Mewson was n- reviewing. Yeah, he got an early copy. Like It came out of early access because Dead Cells has been around since 2017. Yeah. And it came out of early access earlier this week with version 1.0. It also came to like Switch, Switch PS4, PS4 Xbox. Xbox, and 1.0 version on PC. Uh, PC. So, and Philip... In on the podcast on the NVC podcast was like, yeah, I've been playing Dead Souls. This was like two weeks ago. Yeah, I've been playing Dead Souls. I absolutely love it. That's all I can say until the embargo comes out. Or yeah, lifts. and he wasn't even supposed to say he, that he loved it. Yeah, which you know that happens. That's fine. But this idiot decides to go ahead and plagiarize someone else's review. A, 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 I'm going to call him a. He's a small YouTuber. I guess we're considered tiny. Boomstick, uh, Boomstick is a small YouTuber. He has yeah. he had like eleven thousand. He had like ten thousand, ten thousand before subscribers the, yeah. before this happened, and now he's like I think last time I heard it was like twenty one. I don't know. I haven't looked. Like apparently this this actually worked out for him. Still yeah, really stupid, which is awesome. But in a way, in a way. <laughs> but he Philip Mewson decides to just blatantly copy. It, it was so bad yeah. that it was a high school copy changing. Specific words and specific phrases. Or changing the order of the, the sentence. The order of the sentence structure. But yeah. past that, it was we're almost word for word copying. From what we've seen. From what we've seen. And we watched the videos that Boomstick Gaming put out. Yeah. We read I read a lot of the like this is what Philip said, this is what Boomstick said. 
IGN did right, and I commend IGN for going, all right, you're okay. fired. Get yeah. out. Took down the review, figured out that day if they wanted to keep him or not, which they didn't. They didn't. And they they fired him, and they put the version 2.0 review out. Yeah. Version 2, which... It's rated 0.2 lower. 0.2 lower. It was a 9.5, but uh, Brendan Tyrell is the guy that did that review. Fantastic. Fantastic he did, review. He did a wonderful job I mean, with that review. I, I was reading the comments, and people were like giving crap to IGN doing the version 2.0. And they were also giving crap to what we actually liked about Brandon Tyrell being a wordsmith. Yeah. It was beautifully like put together in words. And I'm like, wow, that's like he, I already bought the game. Yeah. But uh, if I didn't, his review would have actually made me stop yeah. everything and buy the game. It was even better than Boomsticks, which Boomstick did a great it was job. job. Yeah, that was a great, cause I watched his it review was, normal, his normal yeah. review. Beautifully done. Boomstick. I, I commend you. Review. I hope IGN gives you a little something, something for that. That would be nice. That would be really cool. But then Philip decides to go ahead and put my side of the story up on YouTube. Yeah, his side of the his, story. His sto- side of the story. And, and he titled it My Response instead of My Apology. And this SOB decides to, like, he, he says he takes full responsibility for what happened, but, but it was unintentional. How do you take responsibility for something that's unintentional? How, on, on how plagiarism. does that work? On plagiarism. Yeah. Like, how it, do you unintentionally plagiarize? Can you explain that to me? I would like to know because you intentionally plagiarize. Yeah. All right. And how he said it just pissed the hell out of me was when I would do a review, I look at all the assets, all the information that I have available to me to form my review. I'm Son not gonna, of a bitch, no you don't. You re, you play the stupid game and you form your own review. Like, that's the thing. I'm just saying, like, because I know how I am, if I was going to review something, I would sit there and I would just, I might look at the scores that some other people do get sure. to see if I agree with those scores, but I'm not going to read what they said about it because then I'm going to try and put that into my review. Yeah, exactly. Because that's kind of human nature. Yeah, it really is. But how close Phillips was to Boomstick Gaming is the problem. Yeah, I mean, you're you're talking about the same game, and we can all say pixelated graphics, uh, Metroidvania, keeping you on your toes. Like there, there are roguelike. There are buzzwords that you got to give the pass on because we're, we're all reviewing the same game. We're different enough. But like their comments on pacing was the same. Their comments on uh, the enemies and how to beat them and things like that. They were pretty much the same. And it just it upset me because Philip was is a YouTuber that IGN gave the shot. And yeah. come to find out, apparently he's like stolen a lot. Allegedly. I'm going to say allegedly because I yeah. don't want my ass to get handed know. to me. Allegedly stole from a reviewer from Nintendo Life about FIFA 18. Yeah. And Philip actually calls that guy out going, I don't know why he said that. I didn't do that. And I'm like, bullshit. You did it. You know, you did it. Don't even you're just trying to negate the damage that has that you've already caused upon yourself. You chose to plagiarize. Okay, so all of this being said, and you guys can hear how upset we are about the whole thing. There is one thing that I agree with Philip about. What's that? Don't give him or his family death threats because no, of this. No, that's that's crap. I I I am I will I'm not going to get on Twitter and call him out. No. I don't do that. I'm doing this here on a podcast now. But his family, that's a separate thing. No, I, and and don't threaten him either. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, I mean, I think you're okay to go. You were an, a complete idiot for yeah. doing this. And I 
But I don't do, like threaten his life. Be like, oh, if I ever saw you, you better watch you out. You better watch I, out or like go deep in and try and find He was an idiot. His- he lost his job. That's enough. That, that's enough. We can call him out for being an idiot because yeah. he was, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to threaten his life. No, I, I not going to touch his family. His family his- had nothing to do with it. And I, I do hope, honestly, uh, me still being a good guy, I hope he bounces back somewhere else other than video games. I do too. I, I, I want, I hope I mean, that he's able to find something that he likes to do. He like he likes to do. And I, I hope he bounces back somewhere else. I, I, it's he not is, something that I'm going to follow. No, but I, I can give I a crap less. I didn't anymore. especially like his style to begin with. Yeah, I, and I, that's I didn't me either. personally. And I don't know if they're going to keep. I, I'm sure they will keep the old NVCs up on yeah. the Nintendo, Nintendo Voice Chat. Go and watch the some of them. Like I was picking up on like yeah. the second NVC he hosted. Like I don't think this guy knows about video games. Yeah, he always like it was averted very questionable. Everything else to other other people on. And I was sitting there going, even I could answer that question, and I didn't start gaming until I was in college. Yeah. So there's there's some questionable stuff. I'm going to end with this. Bomberman. Yeah. Bomberman. Find that NVC. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen because another host just legitimately stops in, like, next snap reaction going, what the hell this guy just said? He doesn't say anything. He He just kind of gives the look to the camera. Like, what just happened? And yeah. um, I absolutely love that. Yeah. Philip Mewson, you're an idiot. Straight up an idiot. Yeah. You get our facepalm of the week. You're the first actual person, too. Let's be honest. Yeah. We've been given companies. We gave Nintendo a facepalm, but you are legitimately the first person to get one. The first individual. This uh, was a longer facepalm than I was anticipating, but yeah. I kind of figured it was going to be. a little gonna... chatty. Sorry. All right. <laughs> let's let's uh, rapid fire some stuff. What are you playing? Uh, I'm hardcore into kingdom hearts i'm like 27 hours in um i i think all i have to do is go back through a lot of the worlds to Uh wrap some things up in their stories sweet i'm excited i get that i'm still i head first into overwatch loving it i tried um what's the card game called hearthstone hearthstone i actually kind of dig it and i i have been i've called crap out on loot boxes i kind of understand them now (laughs) <laughs> just from overwatch i kind of understand i bought my first two loot boxes actually paid for them Ooh. yeah i know it was kind of it's it there's a weird Come it, to the docks oh i am now like i'm not i still think they're crap <laughs> yeah but there's a if you have the money not go insane yeah i mean i dropped the two dollar one and i was yeah, like let me just see what this is like we also know how to not gamble yes that's true too right <laughs> casinos are lost on us yeah i don't like casinos they're really weird yeah. um anything no i haven't touched sea of thieves this week Oh, yeah. Oh, That's side note. Weird. Let's do this real fast. Uh-huh. If you don't know, we're actually streamers now as well. You can find oh, yeah. us on Twitch at Couch Capades Plays Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central. Other days are going to come up soon. We're yeah. working on that We're going to try and get some Saturday streaming in. But I play. I've been playing Bloodborne again. I finally got over the yeah. losing my 30 hours. That's been fun. I've got yeah. a, a great little community building up. Please come and hang out with us. Yeah, please. But I finally beat the original Super Mario Yay! Brothers. That was one that was being held over my head personally going, I'm a gamer. Yeah. I think I'm average. I'm a good gamer. Yeah. I I enjoy lots of games, but that was one that like introduced me to games and I never beat it. Yeah. So I made the point on Wednesday to beat it. So come hang out with us. Come. Yeah. On Wednesdays, we play some old school games. Old school games. Way back Wednesday. Yeah. So and Mondays are manic Mondays right now. It's Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Any game that's probably going to irritate me or be absolutely hard. Yes. So please come hang Should out with fun. us. Come say hi. We'll hang out with you and we'll be voices and funny stuff and all that crap. 
Yeah. So something cool that you brought up, you found. Yeah. About so Razor. Razor is doing a Kickstarter, which I think it's a little weird that a company is doing a Kickstarter, but this uh, one makes sense. As big as this company is. Yeah. Yes, I agree. It'd be weird if like Marvel goes, hey, by the way, we want to make a movie, but we're going to Kickstarter. Like, yeah. Shut up. You have billions of dollars. But no, Razor is doing a Kickstarter for a left-handed mouse. I dig this. Uh, they're trying to make their Trini- their Naga Trinity left-handed because this is specifically for MMOs. Yes. Like, this is We've, a mouse that is made for MMOs. We thought about buying this mouse, too. Like this We was, did, but we're just not into MMOs. MMOs, so we were the, just the like, buttons scare, that many buttons kind of scare me. And yeah. then the other ones, like the Trinity, you can flip out with different sides for the thumb. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. It and then really we ended is. up on something else. Yeah. But I, I agree. I think, like, we, we, we take but, this for advantage. Uh, for Advantage. granted. For granted. Thank you. Because we're, we're both right-handed. Yes. But then, like, my dad is left-handed, so he's always had to deal with all the right-handed people in his family. Yeah. Um, And I think that it's really cool because, like they point out in the article that I found, uh, making a left-handed mouse is not just doing a horizontal flip. Yeah. It's, it's not mirroring the image. No. You have to do more to it to make sure that everything fits, make sure all the components are the yeah. correct direction, things like that. Um, so there's actually a lot of R&D that goes into it. Uh, then they have to make it. They have to manufacture it. And I saw on here that they have... Oh, I'm trying to remember the time frame that they said. Okay. Um, oh, according to Razor... They sold the same number of left-handed Naga mice, just regular Naga, okay. not Naga Trinity, in six years as they did si- with in a single day with the right-handed version. So it took six years to sell as many left-handed mice as they typically sell right-handed mice in one day. So they're they're judging like so it's just not necessarily worth well, it yeah I guess for that's a true. specific mouse like this one for MMOs true okay okay I'm following it now I was like I when you first read this to me I, I had it reverse like they sold out of left handed mouse like instantaneously no. okay so it's, no like it's the they, long game yeah okay gotcha, so they're gotcha, trying sorry. to that see if there is enough interest to actually do this and on a side note I have not looked up the Kickstarter so I don't know how close they are. Oh, that's a good point. I was thinking about like maybe we shouldn't look up the Kickstarter. Maybe one yeah. of the things we should actually so do is if back you want to take the next one. Okay, yeah, I will take then the next one. Look that I will up. look up in Kickstarter. Discord. Everybody loves it. Well, gamers love it. It's actually we got into it. We have a little bit. We we chat. I chat with Michael on Discord when we're playing games that yeah. aren't on the Xbox. And uh, I actually really dig it. I I kind of like the idea that Discord has kind of nudged Nintendo, going, "Hey, we'll we'll help you out with your voice chat thing just on our servers and whatnot." I think that'd be cool. We have our own Discord server for Couch Capades. That's not here nor there right now. But Discord has legitimately set their sights on Steam. This is from Variety, which actually that blows my mind a little bit because it's Variety. But it it was a very cool read that Discord just, they've been looking at how to increase the revenue. They're a company. I get that. So they are actually going into the game selling business. I think that's actually kind of cool because you have... Just a massive millions upon millions of people, gamers, use Discord. That is their go-to choice for talking to people. And people literally legitimately just live on Discord. Like yeah. that's how they talk. They don't use them a messaging app. They use Discord. You can voice chat, you can text, you can send messages, all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. It, like I've looked at uh My Life in Gaming or 
uh, gaming careers. Gaming careers. Yeah, yeah, I've I've gotten into their Discord. Yes, and there's so much it, going on. It's it's a little overwhelming sometimes, and but a I think bit. it's a, a very cool place for gamers yeah. and just to have conversations with. Well, they're going with games now. You can actually do. They were they've been mulling this over apparently, and so they just kind of beta started it in Canada. Yeah, cool. for a random fifty thousand people. Yeah, just here you go. You're you're Canadian. Oh, Canada. Here's your Discord to try and. If you like the games, yeah. tell us what you They're think. They're using it as, like, you can just be in Discord and launch the game. Launch game. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. You can buy games. I know one was actually Dead Cells. Haha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Dead Cells is one of the games you can buy. And then they're kind of splitting it. Like, they want to stay new and current, but they also want to go, here's some free games for you that you might have missed. And yeah. I dig that. I think that's because really cool. they have a subscription service. Yes. So if you're on the subscription service, you get those free games. Yeah. My, I think my biggest concern with this is I feel like games are now becoming like videos uh-huh. or movies where are we going to get an app like movies anywhere or we just where you can combine all of your collection of See, games. That's what I want to because, because I mean, you're going to have Amazon is Amazon's working on coming theirs, after everyone discord and steam for the big one. And then you should have Gog. Yeah. And then uh, the Epic launcher for Fortnite because you have to have yeah. its, its own launcher. And then you've got Blizzard's launcher. I've got four launchers, Steam, GOG, <laughs> Blizzard, and Epic yeah. on our gaming computer right now because they're, it's not a centralized place. Not yet. Not yet. And I'm with, I hope they, they do come out with a movies, games, anywhere where they just play nice and make it easy for gamers. Because if they yeah, do, more people cool. would be willing to jump over because I was GOG, yeah. I want Gwent, the Witcher card uh-huh. game, and I'm like, all right, it's probably on Steam because that's where I bought the Witcher trilogy. Right. Oh, damn, it's not. It's actually huh. GOG exclusive. Because CD Project Red has stake in GOG. Okay. So that makes I sense. was like, that makes sense. Did you find the yes. Trinity Naga left handed? So the Naga Trinity left handed edition is 4% funded. And they have 19 days to go. They have raised $42,000. They're trying to raise 990000 Okay, I'm not going to lie. That's actually a lot sadder than I was anticipating. It really is. I thought they were going to be in like at least the 80s to 90s. Nope. And I was actually going to suggest, why don't we back it too? And then we'll just give it away. But I I, that's not going to, ha- it's not going to make that. No. Oh, doubt it. I, I doubt that it'll make its Kickstarter. But yeah, I mean, the mouse itself, they're asking $89 or more. Well, yeah, that Naga that is. That makes like, sense. Yeah. That, it, that's, that's about how much the a, mouse is. A good gaming mouse, because I know we spent. Yeah. Like we got ours on sale. Yeah. I, I, it was normally like 110. 110. And I think I bought it for like 70 or something like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So NPR and the Wisconsin Public Radio, they kind of came out with a article from the uh, University UM Madison Center for. Oh, no, 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 no. The University of Madison, uh, Wisconsin, Madison. As says they have developed a game that can help develop in- empathy in students. That's insane. Like, yeah. Th- so they have to look at these pictures of quote unquote aliens mm-hmm. who are created with human facial features. Yeah, like NPCs. Is and what they I have. Got. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And they have to figure out how that NPC feels. Feels and how, like, yeah, to communicate through yeah. that. Through just there's no voice acting, there's no text speech. It's literally the face, and you have to figure out how it how it feels and what yeah. it's trying to communicate. And the researchers from the University of uh, Wisconsin Madison said that 
the students that they that they tested this on that from the baseline. Yeah, these are eighth graders. Eighth graders. The bridge that connects empathy, mm-hmm. like lit up, and they they yeah. they actually said we we figured out that we could make a game where to help with empathy for students. You know what's really crazy to me though? What's that? They're looking at try, really trying to help kids with autism with this. I love that. I think that's so cool because I actually, uh, I remember it was like a question on a podcast and it was this grown man who was writing in and he was just like, hey, I have autism and I know that I like this specific game. Yeah. But why do you like it? Because I don't understand why people like the same things that I like. And I was just I remember like, that. And that's that, such a good question because even I feel that way sometimes. I'm just like, why do you like me? Yeah. It, it was a beautifully, it was a beautiful question. And I, it was an IGN podcast. I know that. Yeah. I can't remember if it was NVC or. I think no, it might no, have been was, Scoop. I think it was Game Scoop. Yeah. And they actually talked like they got into it really well. Like, oh, no, I like it because of this and this. Because of the aesthetic. The aesthetics. Because of or, the mechanics. Because of whatever blah 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 and i was like oh, this is actually very I, I think that this would be really cool to see if it would help people with autism yes. to understand those facial features I, I agree i think that it it's going in the right direction for something that the masses don't believe should do like video games actually help with empathy yeah but i think this is something very interesting and science proves that right now quote unquote Games are le- there can be still good things that come out of games yeah. with all the negativity that comes around games. It yeah. is a negative media still, and it's fine. It, it's very stigmatized, stigmatized, rightfully so. There are some just stupid things, yeah. but I think this is a nice little glimmer of hey, positivity. Yeah. Okay, I skipped over a couple things real fast. Red Dead Redemption Two, that trailer gameplay trailer came out. Looks freaking awesome. Roughly 110 horses. In 110 it. horses. <laughs> Looks awesome. I'm buying a 4K TV to play this and Spider-Man. It's yeah. going to be great. I cannot wait. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. They had their direct. They had week. their direct. There are so many characters. There's almost too many characters. There really are. Like, like it, how can you play? How can you even play one match with all of them? Yeah. I mean, I know that you can, but how would you like get good with all of them? You don't. Yeah. I I fully believe you you have a handful three or four that you yeah. one you're like I'm I'm the master yeah and then the other two or three you're like I'm good at that I can actually hold my own yeah but right now there Which have been you have to because now they have a, a way to play where if that if your character has already been chosen you can't play with it again yeah, that tournament like Smash Mode I think it's called Smash Mode or something like that so. where the characters become unselectable but yeah sixty seven characters have been announced. And they're uh, going to have more before this game releases. I feel Sakurai bad. Said fast. That. I feel bad for Sakurai. Oh my goodness. Like this is I, insane. I, I love the meme going around. Like when they announced that everyone's coming in on E3 and he's like, don't ask for anything else ever. I'm kind of agreeing with that meme and going, and I'm asking the question right now. Like, should this be like the last smash brothers? Like, Possibly, it, and I mean, then I'd, just give it updates. Update, keep it updated, keep it balanced. When we get a new uh, Nintendo console, which we will probably 2025, 2026, we'll probably Let's get a not new, think about it. We'll, we'll get a new console, depending on how well the Switch does, which it's doing pretty well. Yeah. We'll just get uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate 2, or Redux, or yeah, something like port. that. Or the port. Or the port. They do the graphics, up, convert the graphics to the new system, and it's just... 
yeah. rebalancing and whatnot. And just add characters, whatever, add stages. They don't need more stages, but sure, we'll add more stages. There's 103 stages? Yeah, and then there are variations, so oh, there's this, technically oh, over, 300 over 300 stages, stages? that they had to create for this it's insane like i i am overwhelmed yeah i am overwhelmed with the and we don't even know everything yeah will i be buying it like pre-purchasing it will we be buying two copies will we be buying two copies is a great question (laughs) yes we will but it's one of those things like my god like zachary really just wants to give you the kitchen sink pretty much i mean that's literally what he's doing what's happening and i can't even i obviously we still want waligi as a character Waluigi would be cool. Waluigi. Waluigi. Waluigi as a character. I wanted Shovel Knight as a character, but he's an assist trophy. Yeah. That's cool. Whatever. But I don't know who else you could possibly give us. I don't know. I really don't know. (laughs) So. Hi, I'm John. I, uh, I own a lot of video games. Oh my goodness. Rose owns a lot of video games. Yes. There's something called a backlog. Oh, the backlog is real. The backlog is probably one of the scariest things as a gamer. <laughs> Personally for me, it, it, I look at my backlog and I'm like, there is no way. Like the part that gets me is I stay busy enough with YouTube, now Twitch and my job. Yeah. That I'm doing good to get through one game a year. Yeah. And and I'm impressed that I've already gotten through Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. You're going you're to get and through I'm, Kingdom Hearts too. I'm going to get through Kingdom Hearts too. Might not be by the end of this year. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. And, I, and I'm with you because it's like, we technically have a full-time job that pays, that does the bills, and yeah. we have a full-time job that doesn't do anything for us, but we just have fun with it. Yeah. And I, I love that. This podcast is one of them. This podcast is a part of that yeah. non-paying full-time job. You want to help us out? Come watch us on Twitch and give us some cheers. Oh, yeah. Give us but some bits. Give us some bits. I haven't figured <laughs> that one out yet. but We're getting there. But what gets me is the backlog because it's scary because games thing. go on sale. I'm not going to lie. There are like three games on Steam right now that yeah. I'm like, I want to buy them because they're on sale. Yeah. I, I, I try and be as cheap as I possibly can when it comes to games. Exactly. That's why I'm crying that the uh, Gamers Club Unlocked from Best Buy is going away because that's oh. how I bought all my special editions. And uh, Bomb Chicken is on sale this week on the Switch. Bomb Parent- Chicken. Bomb Chicken. Philip, you idiot. Um, <laughs> but... I, what got me was Polygon actually brought up a very interesting article that I, I I was like, you know, this is a good topic for us to discuss on the last part of the podcast. Is yeah. It's the fastest way to complete your uh, video game backlogging by watching streamers and YouTubers. Let's players. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? You have a valid point on that one, because if you think about it, more people are willing to just pop on the TV and watch an episode of Friends that they have seen 45 times. Yeah. We are more willing to put on the TV. For us, it's How, how I, I Met Your Mother. mother. We, I've, I, th- I'm going through like the fourth time I've watched the entire series of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, I think it's more than that. <laughs> it probably is. But there's a weird, and I, it might just be me and just you two. There's a weird like, stigma or a, like, a, not a stigma, but a barrier of, all right, I've done everything. Let me go play games now. Like it, it, it's there's a yeah. Like you have to switch. You have to yeah. It's like a, at a least as switch. an adult. Yes, there's a weird mental switch of I need to go play games now. Yeah, and, and Just, it's I I'm finally done with everything. 
do I need to go to bed or do I have enough energy to stay up and play games? Like that's where I sit. Yes. That's where I sit most days because I mean, you go to work all day. It's exhausting. You got to come home. You got to cook dinner. And then do you want to sit there and be involved and be alert enough to fight enemies in a video game? Or should you just kind of chill and watch somebody else play it? And there are positive and negatives to both. Let's be honest. A couple of them that uh, I'm going to give you credit. Chris Planty plants. I hope I said that. correct. P-L-A-N-T-E plant. Very top. Oh, geez. Red name. Plant. Plant. Okay. I didn't know if the E had some significance to making the name. This is English. That's true. I, he, he points out a couple things. Like, it actually sucks for developers. Let's Plays and streamers, are we are the worst thing for those people. And I understand that. I'm very sorry. And I that. do. I apologize. For that. If there was a way we could, like, come to a mutual agreement on that one, I'm all in. Yeah. I, I am 100% in to do that because developers and publishers you make art i will fight tooth and nail that video games are a very interesting different form of art yeah that you should get paid to do yes you should pay the money to play but we we as the streamers and let's players we kind of work around that for other people to watch us play but then you also bring in the question of but most of those games that i might have played through that i'm Mm -hmm. Uh, instead of streaming or instead of watching somebody else play, like if I had bought it, would I have bought it used? True. In which case the developer isn't making any money anyway. That's a valid point. If you buy a used game from GameStop, it is 100% profit for GameStop. Exactly. So, or like if we go to Steam, we're buying them on sale. Like we don't get that many new new game yeah we it's been a while since we bought like legitimately new yeah game. I, I mean we're gonna buy a new game this week but we might even get that one used which one uh detroit become human oh yeah detroit become human that's right i was yeah. like which one we're looking at getting that but even that we might get used. And I, I think the first new game because i've already pre-ordered i think is spider-man i think the ps4 spider-man is um, coming out i think that's the first new game i will buy in probably uh, four or five months I might actually buy a game later this month. Okay. Uh, Little Dragon Cafe. Oh, that's true. That's because funny. that's coming on the Switch. Oh, and I gotta buy like The any, Forest. Yeah. But, I mean, there are games to buy. Yeah, that are and brand like, new we, that aren't on sale. But. It, it's a very interesting thing, because then you also go into the idea of, are, are your interactions with watching a streamer or a Let's Player, are, are, are they the same? Because you're not hand controller on hand playing yeah. the game so are you having that same I mean, you're connection? not inspecting the same things that you might yeah so it, is that something that takes away from the game or is it something that just if the game's good enough like an emotional game i i don't care who you are i will put money some money we'll, we'll, we'll talk pennies <laughs> on if you watched the first 15 minutes of the last of us not played it but watched it and you didn't cry because I, there's I mean, something wrong. There's probably you. something wrong with you, but there's an emotional response that there's some about. kind of emotional response. Even if you don't cry. Yeah. You still feel something. You still feel something, but you're watching the gameplay. You're not actually playing it. Yeah. So that's kind of one of those like, are do you have that barrier of not having the controller in your hand? So are you taking away from the developer? Are you disservicing yourself by not playing it? Yeah. Or is it like legitimately okay that, you know what? I don't have time, but what I can do is dinner's done. I'm exhausted. I don't want to really focus too much on the game itself. 
I'm just I'm gonna put the game grumps on and I'm gonna watch them yeah. play. I'm gonna put on Couch Capades. Hey, how you doing? Um, you can <laughs> find us Jack Septic Guy. Couch Capades on uh, YouTube. We're on the Geek Level Monday, seven days a week, you can, at least at ten o'clock a.m. Pacific time. Certain days we have it at two p.m. Pacific as well. Time, as well. So. Uh, Hey, how you doing? That's not 2 p.m. Pacific. That's 2 p.m. Central. I'm so used to saying Central time. That's true. We are in the central part of the United States. That is true. And then streaming. We already threw that one out there. But it's it's an interesting idea because I I hate that we do take away from developers because people should get paid for what they do. I I will not say anything against that one. But I do agree that there are, I mean, some people, they only buy one to two games a year. For economic reasons, or they just yeah. don't find interest they, in this in the game. So why not watch a streamer YouTuber yeah. play it? And now that we're streaming, there's a very there's a different concept in my mind that I wasn't prepared for with streaming. The community behind it. Yeah. I wasn't It's I, really cool. It is really cool. I was not prepared. And we have a very small community yeah, so we, far, but I love them. I, I love our little community. They're great. They I I'm with you. Our, our tater tots and couch potatoes. I, I'm I'm with you that when the community started talking to each other, I was just like, yes. That was a weird like I didn't know I needed this, and I we just brought people it's together so over cool. gaming, whether it be John being an absolute idiot in <laughs> Bloodborne or losing his ever loving mind in Cat Mario. I'm we're still bringing people together, or, or getting a nice little Easter egg or in an Bloodborne. Easter egg in Bloodborne. <laughs> Watch that video if you want. Yeah, to. there's a clip. We have a clip of that one. But it's it's interesting now to see that like how how do how do people consume games now? But then the flip side of this, and this was actually brought up. Uh, I w- I overheard a conversation at work this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody was talking about going to another country, and uh, somebody around them made the comment of, "Oh, I don't need to go there. I've already seen." videos of it on youtube where they've seen streamers in those countries yeah so they don't need to go to it and i'm just there like but that's not a good way to look at it that's not a a good way that's so different that was on that was nvc brian altona said it it. yeah i remember i was like i heard this too why that was because they assumed it was at work because of apparently we're all talking about let's players and streamers this week Uh, because i was like wow that's a big topic it's a big topic (laughs) but you're right like it's a very i want to go to japan i do i i want i will do anything to go to japan i want to be an akihabara i want to feel those feelings i want to see those sights there is a difference of watching just a behind the scenes oh we're in japan or travel channel we're in japan go to this and this or like even playing uh gogo nippon yeah which is made for people who want to go to to japan Japan so that they can understand what's going on yeah persona 5 almost one-to-one yeah japan's neighborhoods and i've heard that even okami does a pretty decent job yeah but i know that's a there's a difference like it's i'm not experiencing the living breathing concept of the country of Japan by watching or playing persona five. Or like or- I even saw a streamer that was doing an IRL of this was like a month ago uh-huh. and they, I'm not sure if it was a boy or a girl. Um, it was very difficult to That's tell. Fine. That's fine. Uh, they were in Japan, like walking around the streets, had their selfie stick, had their crew with them. Yeah. And like even ran into a fan of his, of theirs, and was just like, hey, uh, we're just wandering around. Do you want to join us? And I was that's just cool. like, that's actually a pretty cool way to do it. 
But that's still not the same as going there. Yeah, it's still not the same. So, so is, is it, it is it an adequate response? Also, is it something that like we do have to separate out because video games are you? I'm hopefully I'm going to say this right. Video games are universal in the sense of minus like China. You can actually pick up a video game anywhere. Like most countries, most, part. most countries allow video games. There are games. some that do not allow certain games. Or, certain games just don't make it to yeah, that country. Yeah, and that's fine. I, I understand that one. But because it's a digital form of art. Yeah. But Japan or France or another part of the, another part of the country or the world is a physical place. Yeah. Is that like, is that how we separate it out? Because I, I'm all, I have to say this because I am a let's player in a show. Yeah. I'm all for people experiencing the game through that medium because it is easier. We watch the game grumps religiously. Yeah. There are some games like they did Detroit become human. We didn't watch that because we didn't want it spoiled for us because we wanted our own interactions. But then there are some games and I can't think of which one it was right off, but we started watching it because we were just like, do we want to get this game? Yeah. So that's, that's that's another, that's another use of, Let's players and streamers. Yeah, because I mean, let's let's jump back to IGN real fast. I know they get a lot of crap for their reviews. There's yeah. legitimately a review. Too much water. There was that's literally <laughs> a criticism from IGN. So I I kind of understand that. But if you have the community, if you yeah. like, if you hang out with us, we are critical. I I am very critical of games. Like I will call it crap. I will say something's right. I like how the art style, the mechanics, the weight of the character. I or talk these ab- mechanics are off because of this. This I, I talk about that stuff because I think that's something valuable for people to know. Yeah. And just I rage a little bit because it upsets me because of this. It's very fun. But I, I'm with you. Like maybe, oh, well, let's go watch so-and-so because they're playing this game. It's something I'm interested in, but I've been on the fence about buying. Yeah. Oh, it's actually really fun or let me watch an hour or so of them streaming it and like, all right, they're pointing out this criticism. Okay. I, I actually, that's something I don't like. Yeah. Maybe I should just watch them. Or like uh, the article that we found on Polygon, they actually talk about watching a streamer who knows a ton about this game. Yeah. And they'd walk you through these really cool things. It's like being on a guided tour of a place instead that's, of just looking. That's cool. And, and that's one thing. If, it's a very different idea. Like I, 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 let's go see if thieves. I own see if thieves. Yeah, I own it, and I, ha- I would have no problem, kind of head first diving into see if thieves and on a stream, literally be the walking tour. I've watched other channels do the, <laughs> the pretty much the walking tour, yeah. and do the de- uh, deep dive into. There's these paintings on the wall, and Rare has made this comment, and like this guy thinks this is going to happen, but if we go to this island and we. Like look mm-hmm. into the legitimate lore of not just Sea of Thieves, but in piracy itself. Yeah. This is what this means. And I find that That's like cool. I I'm coming to the realization I love the history of video games yeah. so much and how people think about it's them. It's really cool. That I, I think that's a cool way to do it. Just yeah. like I'm or not, like watching uh Ninja Gaiden, like we played it on our channel early on. Yes. And uh somebody finally pointed out to me that the castle you see in the distance at the beginning of the game, uh-huh. that's what you climb. Yeah. It's like the, you're actually climbing that tower and you can track it through the different levels. Yeah. It, it's like progressively getting yeah. a little bit closer in the background, I exactly. want to say. And, and Castlevania like does the same yes. thing. These are things that I wouldn't know but if, if you, I just sat there and played it. Yeah. I mean, I might catch on. But yeah, but if, I'm you, slow if you got a, a good streamer who just knows yeah. the 
backwards and forwards of the game, the development and followed it. It's very entertaining to be on that little ride of, well, we're doing this, but this is why. But if you go left here instead of right, how the game tells you, you go left, you see a nice little E- a legitimate Easter egg, not an urn, not an urn, <laughs> a legitimate Easter egg of the developers. They put this in here because of this or yeah. like Donkey Kong that one, one little Easter egg, Donkey Kong tropical freeze. Apparently there's a Metroid in there, but there's yeah. a specific way you have to get it. And like, you have to get hurt to get it. Yeah. And it's, it goes against everything in gaming, but if you do it right, you get to see a Metroid yeah. float uh, floating around in the, just look it up. Don't try and do it yourself. Yeah. It, apparently, it's not quite worth it. But it, it's stuff like that. Like, is is Let's Playing and streaming bad? On a financial side, I say, yeah, probably. I mean, it, it, because we are, we, and I'll say we, because we are Let's Players and streamers, we take away revenue from other people. We take away, but. But, but again, if you're talking about people who are going to get used games anyway. Yeah. Then. How much does it really How much does it really matter? Hurt? Um, and top, I know that sounds like a justification, but that's a real concern. It's a, it is. And I, I think. I, I don't want to like. Oh, well, hmm. We, <laughs> if you, if you ever watch us and you want to buy the game, buy the game. Please. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this right now. Support your developer, support your people, support yeah. the indie ones. Because. If you buy the game, you really like it. You get other people to buy the game. Hey, go watch Couch Capades play this game. This is what made me buy it. Go buy it yourself. Yeah. Then we're going to get better games. Yeah. We are going to get better games. God of War proved that we still like first-person narrative story-driven games. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. But if you're on the fence, I don't see why it's not a bad thing to watch people play the game. Because maybe it's, it's a bad thing. Or don't, maybe, don't see why it's a bad. Don't thing. see why it's a bad thing. Because yeah. maybe maybe you're not watching for the game. Maybe exactly. you're watching for the people. God knows we watch the game grumps for Dan and Aaron. Yeah. Whatever they're playing, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. And I I watch for the personalities. So maybe that's maybe that's how we have to look at it. It's not about the game. It's about the personality. That's the hope. That's so, the uh, hope. Come hang out with us on our tr- streams and let's plays. Please. We love it. We we have a lot of fun. Yeah. We do a lot of voices. Yeah. So, um, you know what? Let's, let's put a bow on this. Yeah. Do you have anything else? Anything crazy? No, that's it. That's it. All right. Well, we, like I said, weekly podcast. We are on, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Spotify. Spotify. That's right. We're on Spotify and Last FM. I still haven't gotten the okay if we are, but... I get emails going, hey, you're on Last FM. So I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> so that's where you can find our podcast, which is obviously Couch of Randomness. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we are The Geek Level. We're on Facebook. Uh, Twitter. And Instagram. Like I said, we pushed the Twitch thing a little bit today, but find us where Couch Capades plays on Twitch. Yep. Come hang out with us. It's a lot of fun. We oh, play and games. we are The Geek Level on YouTube. Yes. Um, past that, you know what? We'll see you next week. And don't forget... Always level up. Bye.